Hi everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things, Things Melanin, Melanin Podcast. Where your certified women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica. Hello. <laughs> Why did you say that so low? Hello. Anyway. This is my sensual voice. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry, she's really throwing me right now, but anyway, what's hey, good, girl. what's happening, what's popping, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, Um, yeah, so I'm excited about this new season, fall season. Girl, yes. I love fall because of the clothes, like I can't wait to wear like some cute jeans, some boots, some Mary J. Blige boots. Um, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. And do, and do her dance, you know. Please don't. <laughs> You're not going nowhere with me doing that dance. You're not because I'm dragging I you off of the Auntie dance Mary. floor. I love, but Auntie you're not Mary. doing those dance moves. Hey, don't let them play no Mary J. Blige. I'm dragging you I'm, off the floor. I'm, I'm out there. And when you look, when you look around, your girl gonna be in the corner <laughs> somewhere. Like I don't know who she is. <gasps> Have you seen that meme of Kiki? No, the one that said I don't know who this man is. Oh I yes, know. that's almost. I don't know who this woman is. I wouldn't know her if she walked right back. <laughs> You're wrong for that. <laughs> I'm being honest. Well, what are your plans for the fall? What you got coming up? So, preparing for Scorpio season because you know you have to prepare. Y'all crazy. You have to prepare. <laughs> um, preparing for Scorpio season. Um. Actually, my cousin is getting married this week. Mm-hmm. So, Erica's going with me because... The plus one. I ain't got no date. So... So, she settled for me, you guys. No. <laughs> so, I was actually... So, Erica was here when I got the invitation. And I was just saying how... Um, I didn't really want to go by myself because my parents are coming up. And Erica was like, well, I'll go with you. And I was like, Really? And she was like, yeah. That is not how I remember it going. But you you can let the people know that. I mean, you weren't that excited when you said it. You were just like, I mean, I'll go with you. You, knew you, I'm, you know I'm not like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to go. Hey, I hope they got some good cake. Hey, what kind of food they serving? I don't know. But, hey, I just want to let you know if they don't got good food, we're going to have to stop somewhere after and eat. I just love weddings. I like getting dressed up. Fun fact, I was my homeboy don't know this, but I was actually going to make Sheldon go with me. But I'm not because I don't want nobody asking me any questions about our friendship. Um, so I'm making Erica go. And that was that. See how she do me? So I was the second choice. Y'all heard that, didn't you? It's not that you were the second nah, choice. No, I was second I to Sheldon. I didn't think you wanted to go. Shout out to Sheldon because we know he listened. But I was second <laughs> to you, bro. You remember when, this is so funny to me. So when we went to the club one night, and so if you don't know Sheldon, Sheldon's like my best friend. He's been my best friend since undergrad and college. We all went to the club a couple months ago, and Erica and Sheldon were in this deep conversation. And I, It wasn't that deep because she came over two seconds into it talking about what y'all talking about. I did, and they didn't tell me. So Erica going to tell me later on time, my girl, Sheldon was over there talking about how he listened to our podcast. I was like, that was... <laughs> But it looked like they was over there talking about heart surgery or something. Like, <laughs> they looked like they were talking about something so serious. No, he listens. He was like, I really like y'all's podcast. He was like, y'all be speaking facts. So we know dudes be sneak listening. We appreciate y'all. You're welcome because we give you all the keys. All the keys. On how to keep your chick. Yes. And how to make her happy. And if you know anybody, <laughs> <laughs> we're here. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're a mess. So since we're talking about guys and all that and how I'm your second choice date um you said we can move on to we're gonna have an amazing time and erica's gonna be like what is wrong with your family (laughs) why did they all come up from the country and why are they acting like this yes it's gonna be 
interesting. It is. But I'm looking I- forward to it. Shout out to your cousin for getting married. I love love. Me too. You know the night. This is random. So the night that we were going to go to the R&B thing at the House of Blues, mm-hmm. you know he proposed to his girlfriend there? Aww. We would have ran into them. Aww. But it was Bria's birthday, so we was at Park Avenue. Getting our lives. <laughs> As usual. But, um, yeah, so let's get into our dating and relationships segment, y'all. This one is kind of messy, but it's kind of juicy, but it's kind of like, what do you really think, Shelby? Let's do it. I want you to tell me a whole, like, just give me the real about this, okay? Have I ever lied to you? So no, let's go. <laughs> so, okay, so the topic is. Okay, so this says, some people aren't looking for love. They're looking for help. Lord. Is this true or false? True. So what are the signs of true intentions when someone is interested in you, dating you, or in a relationship with you? This is absolutely, positively, 100,000% true. true. You are the father true. You are the father true. That baby (laughs) look like you. You got your nose, your ears, and your head. (laughs) That's how true this is. Okay. No, but for real, like, for me, like, I believe in, like, true love and different things like that. And I don't necessarily, like, I mean, you don't want to be with a bum, but I'm not looking for necessarily what you can do for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think a lot of people are looking for someone that can do, someone that can do something for them or somebody that can help them. Because, A, they don't know how to maybe get out of what they're in now. Yes. Maybe they haven't been around it, so they don't. Feel like they have the resources to it and i'm just gonna say it some people were raised to be gold diggers period yes yeah, so first of all let's what is a gold digger because i only know what jamie fox and kanye west said what did they say i ain't something with a gold digger but she ain't messing with no broke broke okay. <laughs> i'm gonna give y'all the, de- the definition that uh, came up on google here we go the new ter- the term gold digger refers to a woman or a man who seeks to bear? I just want to put that because men be gold digging too. That like, was let's not, not do it. emphasized on. <laughs> anyway, you don't know that you're not looking at my phone. Anyway, like I was saying, the term because people be thinking men don't be gold digging out here, and they do. They be trapping too. They be trap kings too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the new the term gold digger. Stop. The term okay. gold digger refers to a woman or a man. Who seeks to better her, his life, and the lives of those around him? They do not use pe- they do use they do not use people for personal. M- yes, they do. Wait, come anyway, on. Anyway, a gold digger is somebody who uses another person. I'm gonna give you Shelby's ghetto version because that was wrong. A gold digger to me is someone who uses someone else for their personal gain. Period. Yes, I would say that, especially monetary. Oh, um, for sure. So, I this is sad but true. I really do feel like people are looking for help. And yeah. let's, I mean, come on. It ain't easy out here to pay rent by yourself. Listen, get, a and, and, get, an, get a roommate. Get a roommate. Hey, but job. that's what I'm saying. Some people ain't looking for that relationship. They want you to move in so you could basically be their roommate. I'm just that's saying. True. So, they can be out here doing what they want to do. But they yeah. got the help yeah. to pay for where they live at. Yeah, you right. Like, I just, I don't, I don't agree with it, obviously. I don't think that, I mean, I know, obviously, when you're in a relationship, I always say, like, oh, I want my purpose mate or my help mate. Like, of course, when I get in a relationship, I want this man to be able to help, be a helper, but not, like, not that I can't handle it by myself. Yeah. But some people, they literally go after it so they can do everything. And I just think that's wrong. It's using. Yeah. I think, like, 
kind of going back to your original question, like some signs that like you're dealing with somebody that wants a helper or that's a go digger, like someone that like always like they like to be with people of high status. Like if they yes. think that you can do something for them. Quick story. So when we were at Essence, uh, for some reason you weren't with me. I don't know why, but um, I think y'all had stayed down at the bar to get something to drink and your girl was sleepy or something. That sounded like me. And so I was going up and there was this guy in the elevator and there was these two women. Well, there was an event at the hotel and it was with Cantu. And the guy was talking about the event. This is And this is why women get a bad rap. Because even I thought, and I was so disgusted by this girl. So, they get to talking about Ken, too. And he was just, he was asking me some questions. So, I was talking. I mean, we in the elevator for a minute or so, you know? Yeah. So, when she found out that, I, when she found out that he had connections to the event, she started getting all, you know, like... Showing interest. Showing interest, touchy-feely, that fake giggle I hate when girls do when they take interest <laughs> in, just all this stuff because she was trying to get products. He says, right. then he says, oh, we're out. Because I think there was an event on the roof and he got rained out or something. So he was going back up there to help. So when she found out that he couldn't do anything for her, she turned it off and got off the elevator. Wow. And so when he when he got off, in me, you know, I'm just sitting there talking. And he was just like, do you see how quick she turned it off? And I was like, I did. He was like... It's crazy when people think you can do something for them, how they'll act towards you. But when you can't do anything for them, how they'll turn it off. And I, I had never, I hear men say stuff like that all the time or guys say something, but I've never witnessed it because that's not how I am and that's not how my friends are and that's not how my family is, you know? Yeah. But it was that's... different to actually see it and watch. And that happened all within 30 to 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. Sis was quick. <laughs> she was not with it if she couldn't get her little leave-in conditioner product. Girl, hey, um. but it is hot, so... It is. I but, mean. <laughs> but, yeah, I think people that seek people specifically with higher status or people that have things like that, I think that could be a sign that they're looking for help. Because I think just because you have status, you have money, that doesn't make you a good person or that doesn't make you the person for me. Because you can be trash in person. You know? Yes. Like, your spirit can be trash. So, okay, question. That's kind of off topic, but not really. So, when you meet a guy and you have a just a conversation with him you don't have any idea of like his status or what he does or anything like that does it change your perspective if his status is high or low would it change how you view that person just by like that 45 second elevator conversation what if he was like i don't know the bus boy at the (laughs) at the hotel or what if he was the owner of the hotel would it make you look like look at him any differently for the most part no because my thing is like if you're my age like if you're busting tables I need to know why you busting tables are you a struggling actor are you a struggling singer like there has to be a motive for you doing what you're doing like you just can't be at her busting tables at 26 like what are you doing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like that's my opinion like I need to see what you're like I need to I need to see the purpose of it because if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but you're not going to do it with me (laughs) I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being serious. Like there, <laughs> has, like, there has to be a purpose behind that. Like, are you in law school? Are you between jobs? Are you working a second? Is this your second job? Like, I need to know why. But, I like, for me, you don't have to have a college education. And you don't even necessarily, you don't have to be the CEO of the company. But I need to see, I need to see, I don't want to say I need to see potential, but I need to see your strides. I need to see what you're doing. I need to see the purpose behind what you're doing. Because... 
I can't be with anybody, let me phrase it, I'm not going to be with anybody that's not motivated. And I'm not going to be with anybody that doesn't want it for yourself. Because I think where a lot of women and men mess up is they date somebody's potential. When in reality, like, I think about it like this. When I meet you, I think about it like, like, if I met you today, would I still want to be with you if you never changed another day in your life? Yeah. And if the answer is no, then it's a no-go for me. Well, so I think that it is true that women, I can't say all of us, some of us, we do, it does change your perspective yeah. if he is the owner of the hotel versus the bus boy of the hotel. Yeah. And I think that that is where the whole looking for love versus looking for help comes in because sometimes men do use their status to get women. Oh my gosh, that has happened to me too. And and for me personally, that doesn't impress me. Me neither. It doesn't. I mean, it's like a good for you. Like that's great that you can do that. Yeah. You have this, but to me, like that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Because I've had, you know, I've dated people that look great on paper and they were trash as a human being. Yeah. But so. <laughs> It just doesn't matter for me personally, but it does change your perspective of someone. If he has everything on your list, right? He probably trash. But he, let's say he has everything on his on the list, but he is a struggling actor. Let's just say that. And you are the one that he, you basically have to help him. Yeah. How would you feel about that? Would you be able to stay in that relationship, or would you be like, you know what, I can't do this until you make, you know, you sign your first deal on tv or something you see what i'm saying yeah i would say like for me it just depends on my connection and my relationship with that person like if i'm in a committed relationship with someone and they're an actor and like i see their potential and they're actually good then i'm gonna stay with them and i'm gonna do my best to support them and to love them in different things like that because i feel like that's the equivalent of me saying like what if i say let's say whenever one day something within our business pops off and he's working full time, but I stopped working to just do this. He's essentially doing what I would have did for him, but he got to believe in the vision to support me, you know? But like my whole thing is like, I got to see the strides. I got to see the vision. Like I got to believe, you know, in the vision and just to go back and to pick off what you back off what you said a while ago. What did you say? A while ago? I, I said forgot. a lot a while ago. You did. That's why I can't remember exactly. Oh, if you have everything on your list, mm-hmm. my problem with that. In addition to what you said is that I don't like when men try to throw that in my face. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I'm not a type of person to really throw things in another person's face or even throw accolades in people's face. I remember me and you were somewhere. I don't know who we were talking to. And we were talking about something. And they were just asking, like, what we did and what we went to school for and something like that. I don't know why I remember this. I don't know where we were. But we were somewhere and we were talking and they asked Erica what she did, and they asked her, you know, what she got her degree in. And they asked me, and Erica was like, first of all, she's being humble. Um, oh, <laughs> she was like, first I of all, she's that. being humble. She was like, she got a degree in this, and she did this, and she does that. So, like, like I said, like I'm not that type of person, but to me, I notice when men have all those, those accolades, they are more prone to. I'm not saying all men. I'm just saying some men are more prone to throw that in their face. Listen, men that's listening, and you got all them accolades. It is. What's attractive to me about that, if you do have all of that, is that you're humble with it. Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, I need to find that out because, not because you told me, but because, like, you're just so humble with it and it just came up in conversation. Yeah. Not like, well, I have this, this, that, and the other. Because that's so unattractive. Yeah. Like, I'm not attracted to that. I've been, I've been in a dating relationship where he was, I was making more than him. Right. Yeah. And 
it got to the point where I felt like I was always trying to help him and help him and help yeah. him. And I had literally told myself, I said, Erica, you're not helping another man. You're not helping yeah. him. Because I, for some reason, I feel like sometimes when a guy sees your potential, they want to latch on to you. Yes, they will. And use what you could have. Yes, they will. And to me, I'm just like, as a woman that is getting it on my own, I don't need you. I don't need you to be like trying to take from me. Yeah. I need you to be helping me. Yeah. <laughs> and we can help each other. Yeah. So I was just like, Erica, you ain't helping another man unless yeah. he can help you. And you have to be like worried about those things. I think that like another sign, like if somebody wants help, like if you, like you said, like if you, like if you're always footing the bill. Yes. If you're always footing the bill for like food and clothes and expensive things, but they can't never foot the bill. Like they probably won't help. Have you ever had a dude ask you for money? I have not. I have. And I said, what would, why would, we cool, but like. Why would you ask me that? What makes you think I'm just sitting on money? Like, yeah. uh, what? So those kind of like the telltale signs. Like, why am I giving you money? Even if it's just like, oh yeah, can I borrow $60? $60, dude, and get my nails done three times. Like, what are, you, what, what are, we, what are doing? we doing? So just things like that to me are a red flag. Like if you keep, if you asking me for this and asking me for that, especially when I don't ask you for nothing. Yeah. So, to me, I'm like, that's the person looking for help. I think another clue. Okay, so you tell me what. Do you think yes. that. <laughs> Sorry. I know what it is. Sorry. Just here. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, so what do you think about this? If someone is very interested in your finances very early, like they want to know how much you make, they want to know like more about your money status and all that stuff, do you think that they're potentially seeking help? Yes, they are. And you're not going to know how much money I make. You're not going to know my finances unless we are like engaged or in a in a serious relationship where we're going to be engaged and be married and we have to discuss those things. Yeah. But if I'm just meeting you, you're not going to know how much I make. Like, And I don't think that people can lie about how much they make. Oh, for sure. Let's just be honest about that. So if you're offering that information up top and you don't really know what he makes, like, I just think that you shouldn't be sharing that information, um, especially if you know that you make a substantial amount. Yeah. Don't share that information. Keep that stuff to yourself, girl. For sure. Because you don't want, like, yeah, my girl, she make this and she make that. Like, no. Yeah. First of all, no. Because tax is going to take most of it. First so of all, what you, you make, make, what you make. <laughs> what you make ain't really what you make, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so. I agree. What I about remember, you? Um, no, I definitely, definitely agree. Um, I think that he's probably, you know, looking for help. Yeah, and I just, like I said, just the red flags are there. Like, if if you always got to give him money or he's asking you for money, he's asking for this or that, you're always paying for something, you're always going above and beyond with with what you provide for this person, but he's not really reciprocating that to you, he's looking for help. Also, if all of his or her friends are gold diggers and bums, they're probably a gold digger or a bum. Yes. Who are you hanging out with? That's a, that's like are y'all all trying to get into the club for free? Are y'all all trying to get into the section? That's why it'd be like twenty one dudes in one section. Hey, it'd be like <laughs> ten people in our section. I'm not judging. Um, we're not gold diggers. We're just trying to get the section for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we're just trying to divide two hundred by ten. <laughs> so that that's literally it. No, but. for real. No, seriously. But I'm serious. But like, you have to look at the type of people that the person that you're pursuing or the person that you're trying to be with hangs out with because if I see Sally or Sarah or John or Mike or Laquan or whoever he is or she is and they are hanging out with people that are go diggers and people that you know live that type of lifestyle like 
you may not be like that, but you're giving off that persona. So you really have to be careful because you are who you hang out with. And even if you're not, you're going to pick up some of those qualities. And if that person is lazy but is counting on you to do everything, this ain't no free ride. No. At all. So another question. Sorry, we we going a little long on this one, but <laughs> it's a good one. So um, let's say Uh-oh. when all things melanin, our brand pops off and mm-hmm. we make it. Million. You about to ask me if you signed a prenup? Then, <laughs> well, dang, can I ask? Because we, no, me and Erica have had this conversation like off, like. So my question, okay, that's part of the question. Would you make your man sign a prenup, or if he is making millions, yeah. are you signing the prenup? I'm not signing the prenup because if I'm with you, like I'm not with you for your money. Like I'm with you for you, but we are gonna go through this prenup very carefully. Yeah. Very carefully. Like, I'm, I would sign one, but I'm not just going to sign what you tell me to sign if that's what you're asking me. Yeah. No, we're not doing that. Like, <laughs> I'm getting a whole lawyer. We are going through this baby page by page, line by line. Like, we're going to make sure this is fair. And it's mostly just, it's not even me, like, wanting what he has, but this is just making sure that hypothetically, you know, if something happens that our children are taken care of, like, if we have a business together, that that's done fairly and different things like that. Like, I've never been the type of person to want what somebody else has. I've always wanted to build my own legacy. I've always wanted to be my own person. Yes. What about you? Um, yes, I need both of our husbands to sign the prenup because I don't want to have to fight Mr. Shelby because <laughs> he's trying to take half of all Listen, things. I was growing up with him myself. <laughs> he was telling me meet me outside. So I'll meet you inside. <laughs> No, but see, I just think that, I mean, honestly, that is a way to protect your yeah. self. But I, mean, I would definitely, I would say, yes, I would sign it. But like you said, it would have to be like some stipulations that are fair. Okay. So for instance, so you watch Real Housewives of Potomac, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, the girl on there, Ashley, um, she signed a prenup. And I don't, they were kind of talking about the stipulations on when they had their reunion and different things like that. But it, to me, it really didn't protect her because she didn't really come into it with nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was really what he wanted. Right. And what he thought was fair. Well, now she got that baby, so secured the bag, didn't she? She um, did. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I, uh, also another example for me would be Candy Burris. Because she's got a whole empire. And her man made money too, but not as much as she did. But she they, makes way more money. But she had to, you know, have a prenup in place. Because you just never know. You right. don't want to. And I don't think he signed it to the day of the wedding. And she yeah. told him, like, he was not, she was not getting married until he signed it. I mean, it's just, I think, in, especially in a case like that, like, yes. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but people will fall in love and then they get stupid. Yeah, so. I just, I would just <laughs> want people to know, like, I feel like there are really genuine people out there that believe in love, that believe in soulmates, and that really just want to be with the person that they feel like um, God has ordained for them. I do believe that. But I do think, like we said, that there are people out there looking for help. And I think that you have to trust your gut. I think you have to trust the instincts. And I think you have to trust what people around you are saying. Because, you know, when you in love and you are bug-eyed. Mm-hmm. You miss the signs. Yes. It's human nature. So I would just say make sure that you're surrounded by genuine and loving people and that you're surrounded by somebody that is going to call them out, you know? Yes. And I think that if you're with somebody like that, they're going to show their true colors. You just got to catch it. Yes. Please open your eyes if you have to. Listen, I hope I never <laughs> dated love, child. <laughs> hey, um, 
it's hard out here. Um, so <laughs> let's move on to our journey segment. So this is where we talk about our brand, all things melanin. And then <laughs> we um we just talk about some things that we've learned or, you know, just discussing the journey of it all. So, um, Shelby, let's talk about it. A lot of us full force go with everything we can get our hands on, mm-hmm. trying to just make something work. Yeah. So is there such thing as doing too much with your side hustle? Yes and no. I think it's doing too much if it's not pertaining to your brand. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's doing too much if it's going to enhance your brand. So I feel like a lot of people tell you say yes to everything, but everything does not serve your purpose and does not serve your brand. Like if you're a fashion brand, but you out here doing, you know, this is like the most random suggestion. But like if you out here doing stuff with like promos with guns, like why are you doing that? Like that does not pertain to your brand. I think we have to stop worrying about saying yes to everything and worry about saying yes to things that matter and things that are going to elevate your brand. I think it's very important to ask the important questions like, okay, does this align with my brand? Is this something that I would use or do anyway? Do does what I'm trying to do, whether it's a partnership or something like that, like is it gonna give me more what's the word? Is it gonna give me um more people to add to my audience? Um, I think you have to ask, you know, questions like that. Yeah, I agree. I do think there is such thing as doing too much. Um, like you said, there just in our example, there's been people that have reached out to us that want to be a part of certain things but our purposes don't align with each other so it would be doing too much yeah to try to incorporate that but i do believe that you have to focus on something you don't want to just be all over the place with your brand you want to focus on what you want to push and Mm -hmm. i'm and like our brand is the perfect example because we do so much. We have it's multifaceted, right? Yeah. But we don't want to confuse our audience by just doing everything. And we don't. What do y'all do? Well, we don't know. We do everything. We have to have some sort of focus. So yeah. I think it is such thing as doing too much if you're not focused on what you're really trying to push and what you're really trying to bring your audience towards. Yeah. So, um, like. For instance, right now, we are really pushing our podcast. Yeah. Um, But we started off doing, you know, we still do our Motivation Mondays and our Affirmation Tuesdays and our blogs on Wednesdays and our um, now we're podcasts on Thursdays and, and Fridays we put up vlogs. Well, we kind of slow down on vlogs because it's like we want to push podcasts because yeah. if we did both of them high speed like we used to do vlogs, that would be doing too much. Yeah. And we wouldn't know which one to push or which one to concentrate on or yeah. which one to focus on. Because if you don't yeah. have a focus, you're all over the place. Yeah. And I think that you have to know when to readjust. Yeah. And I think you have to know what your brand purpose is. And I think it's okay to know that sometimes that's going to change. Like, when me and Erica first started, like, we had a concrete plan of everything that we were going to do. But a couple of weeks ago, we sat down and we were like, okay, like, what's important to us? Mm-hmm. What do we, like you just said, like, what do we want to push? What do we want to be known for? Like, what do we want to start to create the legacy that we want to create? Like, what's going to be the caterpillar to do a lot of the other things that we want to do? Right. And we decided together that that was our podcast. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of things that fall outside that, aren't the biggest priority. Mm-hmm. So anything outside of that kind of sort of is just doing too much. Yeah. So I think it's important to know when you need to readjust. And I think it's really important to go back to your mission and your why and to constantly 
ask yourself what that is, to constantly remind yourself what that is, but to constantly like adjust to meet that need. Yes. Because what you may start off thinking that this is this is it. This is what's really yeah. going to take us off may not be the case. Yeah. And so, like you just said, you have to readjust and, and fo- refocus. And that's fine because as your brand grows, it'll always change. Your audience will grow. Your audience will change. Yeah, it will. So you just have to focus on that. So another reason why we know that doing too much exists is when you just exhaust yourself remember we went on like the hiatus where we just yeah we we literally as creatives we couldn't think of anything to write we couldn't think of anything to vlog about we couldn't think of anything for a podcast like not a thought not a not a ping nothing (laughs) like and so that's how you knew we were doing too much at the time and we just needed to to take a step back and refocus and rebrand and figure out what we really want to do so when we came back on (laughs) y'all we had our podcast in place we refined our branding and um aesthetically like all of that we really decided to focus and hone in on certain aspects of the brand i agree y'all need to start paying us for these classes um (laughs) no but okay let's move on to our mentor moment i cannot wait for this section yeah she's um, really excited this is a really good question that um i got a lot to say so the question for our mentor moment is when someone submitted to us so we read the advice and we keep them anonymous so we won't you know you hear from us so the question says my best friend has been taking dating frustrations out on the whole male race in general she constantly posts negative things about dating or men and when i bring it up to her she gets really defensive it's starting to take a toll on me and our friendship because she is always so negative I am dating someone and her remarks about me dating have been bothering me too. And it's just, a, is it, is this just a phase or is this something I need to reevaluate about our friendship? Girl. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. Um, so the first, <laughs> the first thing, one thing I want to say about this, it sounds like to me that this person is a really good friend for you to even bring it up to her. Yeah. Or even bring it to her attention. And guess what? If you're bringing it to her attention, you ain't the only one who's noticing it. Listen, that part. So, to me, like, is she bringing up all this stuff, like, on social media? Like, what is she, like, what is she doing? So, to me, her dating frustrations, that's the thing. Like, if we have a bad dating experience, we can't take it out on the whole male race. No, we can't. Like, if that's the case, I would, like, I wouldn't be wanting to date a black dude. I've always dated black dudes. Like. Yeah. I love me a black man, but yeah. I'm not going to take out what Jerome did on the next person, you know? I agree. So I think that to me, there's like probably an underlining of jealousy. If she, if you are dating someone and she has like negative remarks about that, yeah, that would bother me too. And yeah. so I feel like if she, she's probably in a way insecure about whatever horrible dating she's been in. Yeah. And then also... Um, probably a little jealous that you're dating someone. Yeah. Especially if she sees that you're happy. Obviously, she's not happy. Yeah. Maybe she's miserable because she can't find the right man to date. But guess what? Men are going to run the other way if she out here having this negative attitude. That part. That, th- I mean, that's all I got. That's Which, it. You were no. so eager. I know, but go you ahead. let me talk? You got it. Okay. I'm <laughs> sure it's going to interrupt me in a minute. But um, let me get to this pretty fast then. <laughs> um, So I do agree with Erica. I think that you even to just think about bringing this up to her i think that means she's a really good friend and i think that you should bring it up to her yeah now 
I think your job as a friend is to bring it up to her and, you know, to deliver it in such a way that it's caring, but also to let her know, like, this is not cool. Now, how she receives that information, if you give it to her in a good way, is on her. Like, you did your due diligence as a friend to bring it up to her because, like Erica said, like, if you're thinking it, other people, a yes. lot of other people are thinking it. I think your friend, I think your friend is, I think that your friend is jealous of the relationship that you have. Yep. And I think sometimes we forget that people can envy things that are not tangible. People can envy friendships. People can envy who you're dating. People can envy where you are in life. And that's a very dangerous path to walk. Yes. And it's very tricky territory. Um, I think that your friend is not happy with herself. I don't think your friend knows. I think your friend is envious. I think your friend hasn't doesn't have what she thinks you have. And so from the outside looking in, she wants what you have. So from the outside looking in, she's really projecting her insecurities when she posts these different memes and she posts these different things. My thing is like, we've all been hurt and we've all, you know, probably have had the, have, haven't had the best dating experience or a guy or a woman did us wrong or whatever the case may be, but you got to walk a fine line because when you become bitter and frustrated, I feel like you close your off, I, you close yourself off to finding love and you close yourself off to someone wanting you. Yes. Because you tell me this all the time, Erica, everybody comes with baggage, but I don't want no excess baggage that you're just constantly putting out, you know, on social media, because let's be honest, all you got to do is Google somebody and their social media come up. Yeah. If I Google you and you come up and all this crap about you, you know, being negative and saying men ain't shit and yeah. just all this other stuff, I'm not going to want you. Yeah. Because you're a bitter Betty. I don't want to unpack your baggage. And you have a wallop. I don't have time for it. And I think it's okay to be sad. And I think that at some point in our lives, everybody has kind of had some bitterness. But I think your friend has to deal with her bitterness. I feel like she has to confront that. Because she has to do some inner work in order to be happy for you, in order to let the bitterness go, in order to receive what she thinks she deserves. But that ain't it. Because when people do that person, that really annoys me. I'd be like, girl, boy. And I just feel like when she gets defensive about situations, and that means she has no earthly idea. She's not aware of what what she's doing. And so I think that that is the telltale sign that it is not going to change anytime soon. Until she actually realizes what she is doing. That part. And so then another part I want to address is the reevaluation of the friendship. I've personally been through something similar to this where we were really, really close for years. And then I started dating someone. So then she felt some type of way. And let me just say this. I'm not the type of friend that, oh, I get a man, then you never see me again. Like, I still have my friendships and my relationships just as close as I was and I have my man like I don't just ditch you for some dude so I wasn't like that but she felt some type of way so then I years later I found out that she was just talking all this mess about him and it really was the downfall of our relationship yeah and so I don't I was just thinking about when she was like should I reevaluate our friendship maybe you should take a step back from her But especially if you're dating someone and you're happy and then she has like remarks to say, because what if you end up getting married? Do you want this person in your wedding party that's low key hating on you? Like, heck to the no, no, (laughs) no, to the no, 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 no. So I don't want, I, I, in my personal opinion, I would reevaluate the friendship 
I would, because I wouldn't want that negativity yeah. or if you know, you're going through something in your relationship yeah. or you're happy in your relationship, you yeah. feel like you can't go to your friend and be and express that happiness. What is that? Let me tell you something. Man, don't let my man that ain't here yet make me happy. I'm crying. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Exit, please. Okay, bye, y'all. Anyway, but no, I really feel like, you know, we talk about, you know, like when you love open life and you get your dream, your dream job and this and this and this. But no, seriously, when you get a man, watch how people switch up on you. Yes. Watch how people treat you. Watch the little slice, slick stuff people making different things like that because yes. there have been times in my life where i've dated somebody or i've talked to somebody and people have felt some type of way listen we're not we haven't we're not doing anything that happened to me too um i remember they were just making all these live remarks i'm like can i figure out if i even like the boy yet right can i figure out if he's not crazy yeah listen so. and i think you do have to watch those different things and i feel like not even just in friendships um but like every time you go to a different level in your life where you receive something you I'll say this. I evaluate my friends and how they react and if I feel like they're genuinely happy for me. Because I don't want nobody around me faking. I don't want nobody praying on my downfall. Mm -hmm. I don't want nobody being envious of what I have because you don't know what it took to get that. Yes. You don't know how long I prayed. You don't long you don't know how long like I worked on myself. Yes. You don't know how long it took me to, you know, to connect with this person. And I think we gotta stop being envious of relationship goals and what other people have and work on ourselves yes and working on being the type of person that deserves a good man or a woman because while i'm worried about you i need to be working on myself and praying to god like listen where is sir taking too long so <laughs> one this is petty but it kind of irks me and how would you feel about this okay. as soon as i started dating this particular person way back when I remember two friends started following him on social media. What you following him for? Exactly. Are you going to follow him to the grave? <laughs> I was like, Why really? You? Okay, so I, so that would bother me. Because why are you following him? Right. And have you have you even met him? And you don't need to see what he be doing. And that's not me being controlling, but I. I know for a fact they haven't met because both of them didn't even live in. Texas. What they haven't meant while you following him. Exactly. So one of the things I shared this with Erica, one of the things that I said that I was going to be very particular about when I started dating somebody new is I was going to be very private about it. And I think when I do date somebody, I think my friends are going to be really mad at me because I'm going to be more private this time. Because I feel like I need, I'm at a, I'm at, not saying, I'm not old or anything, but I'm just at a point in my life where like, if I'm dating you, I'm talking to you, I need to figure out what we doing. I need to figure out if I like you. I need to figure out if you're crazy. I need to figure out if we think alike. I need to think if I need to see. But I think sometimes, like, we let outside people get in our mind, like, listen, sis, you ain't doing nothing for him. So why should I care what you say? I know. I think it should be your choice if you want to be private or not. But if you decide that you don't want to be private and you want to share your happiness with your friends, your friends should be like, yes, girl. They should be supporting yes, you and be happy for you. Not, But you, you got to be careful with that. You can't share stuff to your friend. Like, now, some people overshare. For me, I ain't sharing nothing. That's how I've always been in every single relationship. Like, it's between me and my man. Yeah. Like, we can all I hang agree. out. We could be cool. But that's it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not telling you about, oh, my God, what he did to make me mad. And then I can't stand when we do that. We'll go to our friends and be like, oh, my God, he did this, that, and, that, and the then other. And then I don't, him. yeah, I don't like him now. Here you come to Thanksgiving dinner with him. I'm looking at him like, mm-mm, we don't like you today. Remember what he did? Like, keep, keep yourself in your relationship. But if you're, in this particular case, 
If she is happy and she can't express her happiness to her friend about her relationship, then what are we doing? That's a to answer your question, that's something that she's gonna have to reevaluate because I feel like if she's already tried to talk to her friend and she's not hearing it, you just told me that I can't take you nothing. You just yeah. told me that I can't share it with you. You just told me that I have to reevaluate our whole friendship and it sucks because like, you know, sometimes women like you say, everybody got a list. I don't care what nobody say. Everybody has a list. But sometimes you'll have conversations about, you know, the type of person that you want and different things like that. And it just sucks that you can't tell your friend that you talked to about this and that you prayed about this. But I really feel like when you get a man or you start dating, you get a boyfriend and you become intimate with another human being, like, that really changes the dynamic. And you really see who really ride for you. Yes. And people going to feel some type of way. It's, it's inevitable. It always happens every time. Yeah. So, we will see. I see you got a lot off your chest. Do you feel better? Yes. So, if y'all have anything else y'all want me to get off my chest, please leave <laughs> your questions for us. Email us for the mentor moment. Submit your questions to allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com. Yes. So, our last segment of the day is words of encouragement. So, we want to leave you guys with one of our favorite bible verses we like to read and then we will pray before you go so the bible verse comes from psalms 27 1 it says the lord is my light and salvation whom shall i fear the lord is my strength of my life whom shall i be afraid so i love this verse it's actually one of a song i really like Mm -hmm. um where it literally says these words um but basically what it means to me is like whatever you are fearful of that day because i feel like i've really been dealing with like a lot of fear and anxiety about just things that I'm not used to dealing with. Yeah. And that always gives me a lot of fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, think about something that really, really makes you afraid. Whatever it is. Why are you fearing that? Why would you be afraid of that when God is your strength and when God is on your side? Yeah. So if he is on your side, why are you afraid of X, Y, Z? So that's what I have to think of. Every day that I face that I feel like, oh, I'm just kind of scared of this. I'm fearful of this. Why would you be scared of it when God has your back? Yeah. So, what does that mean to you? To me, it just means that, like, God is the light of my life. God is the center of my life. So, if God is the light of my life and God is the center of my life, then he has me covered. And he's going to protect me. He's going to guide me. He's he's already got it covered. He knows the number of hairs in my head. He already knows the future. So, why am I worrying, and sh- even though I do, let me put that disclaimer out. Like, why am I worried and afraid and fretting about something that God already has covered? Right, exactly. No. So, I think we can leave y'all with a great prayer. So, I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. Sway with it if you're driving. <laughs> so, um, dear God, we just thank you for this day. And we thank you for our listeners. And we want to pray for each and every person that is listening to our podcast today. We ask that you would completely cover them with your protection. We ask that you would give them rest and ask that you would relieve them of any fear or in any anxiety that they may face today or face during the week. We ask that you will just let them know and show yourself strong that you, that they know that you are their strength. You are their light and you have it covered. You have their life planned out from the beginning to the end and you are the beginning and the end. And so we know that we are all good with you and thank you for continuing to bless us. And I pray for favor. I pray for blessings that you will open up the windows of heaven and each and every person in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.